So I tell you this, and I insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the fertility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. That, however, is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your mind and to put on the new self created to be like God in the true righteousness and the holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to his neighbour, for we are all members of one. Do not let the sun go down. Oh, sorry, one body. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give, off, give the devil a foothold. He who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with his own hands that he may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just in Christ, as in Christ God forgave you. Be imitators of God, therefore as dearly loved children, and live a life of God, just as Christ loved us and gave himself for, for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Thank you. Now, at the Ignite Weekend away, we've been asking the question, who am I? Who am I? Not who am I, specifically. Uh, nobody cares about that. But who are we? And again, not just who we think we are or who we'd like to be, but who does God say that we actually are? And we've had three sessions so far, um, but for those of you who weren't there, we'll have a little recap so that we can uh, know what's going on here. In the first session, we saw how we are all, can you remember guys who were there? We are all what? We are wonderfully made. We are wonderfully made. So we looked at Psalm 139. To see how precious we are to God, how each one of us is made in his image, each of us different, each of us special to him. And then in our second session, though, we saw what? That we are terribly broken, terribly broken. And we read some of Romans chapter 3 and we thought about our sin how we reject God, we do our own thing, which gets us in all sorts of trouble. And, and sadly, that is part of who we are as well. But then we had a third session this morning where we saw we are what? Amazingly loved. That it's so amazing that even while we were still sinners, even though we were terribly broken, God still loves us. And he sent Jesus to die for us so we can be forgiven and brought back to him. But what now? How do we live now? How do we live now that we know those things? Well, that's what our final bit is going to be looking at. 
And that is teaching us that I am totally different. Now, on your sheets, it might say something different, hopefully different. That just goes with it, doesn't it? Because it's different to what it says in your booklets. What it actually is, is totally different. I am totally different. So, so yes, we're wonderfully made, terribly broken, amazingly loved, and totally different. And that's the first point we're thinking about, that Christians are totally different. Christians are totally different to what they were. And we just read that in the bit of the Bible that we were looking at. And it was talking about what we used to be like, what lots of people still are like. So verse 17 says it's it's about no longer living as the Gentiles do. So no longer being like people who don't know God. Verse 18 says about being darkened in their understanding, separated from the life of God. So not knowing God. Not knowing God at all. And because they don't know God, it leads into all kinds of sin. Verse 19 says, every kind of impurity. He's saying, yeah, that's what we were like. That's how a lot of people still are. That terribly broken thing. That's how we used to live. But Christians are now totally different. You see that in verse 20? It says, that, however, is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ." And we're taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. So carrying on like we were before is not what we're meant to do. We have a new way of life because of course we do. Of course he wasn't going to leave us doing what we were before. Imagine you have something really special to you, uh, something very precious, important to you, expensive, and you give it to somebody, you lend it to them. And you leave it with them and then you come back a minute later and you see that they've got it and they're just smacking it against the floor or on the wall or they're clearly mistreating this thing. You're going to stop it and say, hey, 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 wait, wait, wait. That is not what it's for. That is not what it's for. Stop it. Let's deal with this properly. And then you would forgive them, I'm sure, and let them keep using it. I'm sure you would. And then you walk away and they start whack, 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 whack again. Would you say, well, just carry on as you were. Just carry on as you were. You say, no, the reason I stopped you last time and we dealt with this is so that from now on, you wouldn't keep doing that. So I forgave you and I gave you another chance so that you wouldn't keep doing it. That's why they were stopped. That's why they were brought back and dealt with. And it's the same with our sin that God still loves us. He forgives us, but he doesn't want us to stay the same as we were. He wants us to be totally different because that's what he's made us to be. Not carrying on with our sin like we were before. Christians are totally different. We're given a new start. We're given the Holy Spirit to make us new people. So verse 22, if you have a look there, it talks about our old self. What we used to be like. And it says that whole old you thing needs to be put off. Needs to be taken off, got rid of. And instead, in verse 23, to be made new. Or verse 24, to put on the new self. And what's that new self like? Well, it's different, isn't it? The new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So totally, totally different. Now, those who are on the weekend away, do you recognize this? Those who are on the weekend away? Uh, uh, that is my very special milk jug. And what happened to it? Smashed with the hammer. Yes, that is, uh, it was broken into pieces. In fact, I've, I've, I've still got some of the pieces here. I've got the, um, the bits and bobs here. 
So that's that. I've got still the handle's lovely still, and it's got the the bottom's nice. But yeah, there you go. That's that's pretty much what's left of my uh, my beautiful thing. It was a wonderfully made thing. It was a fantastic thing. But now it is terribly broken. It really, really is. This jug is probably beyond repair. To be honest, when I was clearing it up uh, in Wales, I had to throw some of the bits away because they were just so small and it was useless. So I don't think I don't think I could repair that. I've got some glue at home. I can have a go but I don't hold out very much hope for that jug. But with us, it's a very different story. That God's plan for us is to put all the broken bits back together again so that we are like God in true righteousness and holiness. We're back like we were before. We're better than we were before. We've been fixed up and forgiven and our lives are being put back together again. I don't know if anybody here has heard of Kintsugi. I'm probably saying that wrong. Have you heard of Kintsugi? Anybody? It's a Japanese art of mending things with gold. So you get a bowl and it's broken into pieces. I don't know if somebody took a hammer to it like I did with the jug. Uh, but it's broken into pieces. And so you don't then go, oh, I suppose that's that. Gone then. Chuck it away. Nor do you try and glue it and make it look like it's... Nothing happened to it, honest. No, they fix it with gold so that you can actually see where all the breaks were and the scars of it were, where it all went wrong. But it actually looks more beautiful than it did before. And it draws attention to the amazing work of the person who repaired it. And in a sense, that's what God is doing with us. He's taking all the broken bits and he's mending us in a way that is better than before. And in a way that draws attention and draws praise to him where it belongs. The one who has made us in the first place and the one who's putting us back together again. And that is what we are as Christians. We are now totally different to what we were. And so, because of that, we need to be totally different. Be totally different. If we're trusting in Jesus, then we are totally different. So let's actually live out that, this new life we've been given. So earlier on, we were playing a game. I said there was a point to this. There were two teams. There were two goals. They were shooting in different directions, wearing different colors. And then I got two people to change teams. Who did I get to change teams? Was it John and Brown? I got you guys to, to change teams. So you had to switch the, the color thing over. And what did they do next? Carry on shooting the same way? Carry on passing to the people they used to be on the same team with? No, they changed, didn't they? They had new teammates. They had new targets. There had been a change. They now were on the other team. So that had to then change their behavior afterwards. And it's the same with us. That our life, if we're trusting in Jesus, it will change. And it has to change. Now, I have got a horrible secret um, that I need to share with you. And if I'm completely honest, this has been making me feel very uncomfortable for a long time, and it's time for me to tell you about it. Uh, this isn't something I'm very proud of, but I'm unfortunately wearing a Man United shirt. Now, this doesn't feel right, and I know it's, it's not right. It's not right. Um, this genuinely feels very odd uh, to be wearing this, because I do not support Man United. I do not support Man United. If I did support Man United, it would probably be this era of Man United. I do. I was a fan... I liked what they were doing in the 90s, but I am a Spurs fan. And so it's not right for me to be wearing this. What do I need to do with this shirt, within reason? What do I need to do with this? 
Burn it. Well, all right, thank you. There's a Spurs fan on the front here. Pardon? Give it to Anita. Are you a United fan? Well, there you go. I don't think I should keep wearing this because this is not who I actually am, is it? Now, I'm not going to do anything up the front here, but I am going to go and get changed. So just talk among yourselves for a second. Talk among yourselves for a second. We can all agree this is much, much better, isn't it? This is much, much better. It certainly feels better. I've got a big weight off my mind uh, that, that that has gone. Um, I had to take off the old thing and I had to put on the new thing. And that is what this bit of the Bible tells us to do as well. So if you have a look in verse 22, it says, You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So to put off the old and to put on the new. Now, I did apologize to Ben Townsend earlier who lent me this shirt. I did apologize that repentance was going to look a lot like changing from Man United to Spurs. <laughs> but if something's accurate, it's accurate, and I can't do anything about that. But there's, I know, I will <laughs> give that back to you there. He said, it isn't shirts that we need to change, is it? It isn't shirts that we need to swap. It's our attitudes, it's our behaviors. So have a look at verse 25 onwards. We're given a few examples of those things. It says, each of you must put off falsehood. So those are the old things. That's what we used to be like. That's how we used to be, lying and saying all sorts of things that aren't true, aren't right. And it says instead we need to speak truthfully. So that's take the one thing off and put this new thing on. Or, or in verse 28 gives another example. It's saying that we need to take off, if you like, stealing. Anything where we're out to get and grab and take from other people, take that off and instead put on this working hard so that you can give things away. That's the absolute opposite of stealing, isn't it? To work hard and then give away what you have. And it's that same kind of get rid of the old thing, put on the new thing. And there's lots of examples through this whole thing. So verse 31 says, get rid. I mean, that's a take off kind of word, isn't it? Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice. Take all of that off and instead be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as in Christ God forgave you. So we see that pattern of taking off the old self, putting on the new, because that is who we actually are. Christians are totally different. So we need to be totally different. We, we don't make these changes so God will love us. If you remember, we are already amazingly loved. That's what we're thinking about all this morning, that Jesus died for us while we were still sinners. But we don't want to stay like that. Being totally different is part of the way that he is wonderfully remaking us. So just take a moment to think, and this is all of us, this is grown-ups too, take a moment to think, are there things in your life which really are old self things? They are the old you stuff, but for some reason you're still wearing it. It is still hanging around in your life as if it belongs, as if that's what you're actually like, when that's your old self. We think about those things, and imagine actually those things being taken off being taken off, and, and Jesus putting them on. 
and going to the cross to die for all of those things so that we can be forgiven. And then think, well, if that's been taken off, what do I need to put on in its place? What are the things maybe, if that was the thing I needed to take off, what is it that I need to start doing instead? What is the kind of life that God would want me to live in true righteousness and holiness? Well, it's the the end of the weekend, really, and uh, I thought it would be good for us to put it all together, that question of who am I? Who am I? We do need all four bits of the puzzle. We need to see that we're all of these things, wonderfully made, terribly broken, amazingly loved, and totally different. If we miss any of those, we're going to have a really skewed idea of ourselves. We were talking earlier about sort of how the Bible sometimes is like a mirror. It sort of shows us what we're like. And if we don't have all these things, it's going to be like one of those hall of mirrors things where you, you go all wonky and you don't look quite right. Or if we just picked one of them and said, wonderfully made, I like that one. I'm wonderfully made. That's me. I am wonderful. Check me out. Our whole life is going to be off, isn't it? Because it's true. We are wonderfully made, but that's not the whole story. Or maybe if we said terribly broken, that's me. That is what I'm like. I am broken, I'm sinful, and, and there's no hope for me. Well, no, that's not the whole story either, is it? That's part of it, but it's not the whole picture. Or if we said, I'm amazingly loved, and that's the end of the story. I was bad, and now I'm forgiven, and now I don't need to worry about it. Well, that's not the end of the story either. I'm totally different as well. But that isn't just a command saying, right, go on then, get totally different, be different. No, it fits in with all those other things. When we fit all of those four together, we can see who we really are. If we're trusting in Jesus, we are all of those things. Now, on our uh, Sunday evenings, we sometimes have a bit of discussion time, uh, and we've been doing that as well on the Ignite Weekend Away, and we're going to do that now. Uh, we're gonna, so whether you're on the weekend or whether you are not, whoever you are, maybe turn into twos, threes, bigger groups than that, however you'd like. And uh, we've just got a couple of questions. So if that is who we are, how's that encouraging? How's that challenging? And it might be that you jump straight to, I find that challenging or I find that encouraging. So you don't have to have an answer for both bits if you don't want to. But maybe just have a chat. How's that encouraging? How's that challenging? And then particularly uh, if you were on the Ignite Weekend Away, what's your big takeaway? What's the big thing? Not Chinese or anything like that. But what's your big takeaway? What's the thing you say, actually, if I forget everything else about the weekend, this is the thing I want to remember. Okay? So we're just going to have a few minutes now to have a chat about those things, and then uh, we'll carry on with what we're doing. Father God, we want to thank you so much for all the fun that we've had on the Ignite Weekend Away, and thank you for all you've been teaching us. Thank you, too, for all you've taught us this evening. Uh, for all of us being able to be here tonight. Please would you help us to see that uh, if our faith is in Jesus, you have made us totally, totally different. You've made us new. And so I pray that you'd help us to live that out in the way that we live each day. We want to thank you so much in Jesus' name. Amen.